And welcome to Nobody Asked Us, where two friends try to figure out all the things that fascinate, annoy, and baffle us. So join me, Sanaz. And me, Rachel. As we delve into all the things that nobody asked us about, but we really wanted to share. So today we wanted to talk about aging. Yes. (laughs) As two people in our 30s, we often discuss this. And I think when you're younger, when you kind of hear about like stereotypes around aging, you don't really question it. And then when you get to certain age and milestones, you're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's not as – I mean, it's not as clear-cut as, like, I don't know, you hit 30. Because I feel like 30 is much younger than it used to be. Yeah. And it's not, like – I don't know. Definitely doesn't happen in your 20s. In your 20s, you just feel – Yeah, yeah. Just trucking yeah. along. Yeah. 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 But then somewhere along the way, like, I don't know. It's, like, it feels like there's an expectation to have certain things figured out or – want to always look youthful and I don't know I think we both talk about how much we admire really like attractive older women and attractive not just in oh, a yeah. physical sense but like their mentality they're like self-assured yes. they know who they are yes yes and we just want to be that yeah they don't accept any nonsense <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean that's the right ideal right <laughs> right so it's we we constantly talk about how it's so weird how our society is obsessed with looking young and being at a youthful age when in fact like in those years you look back and you're like I wasn't a self-assured I was didn't know what I was doing I didn't have the wisdom I was way more insecure <laughs> like I mean, why would I, I go back that you can think that about like every I think about that like for like every yeah year, like yesterday. until now <laughs> yeah oh even yesterday yeah idiot. um but yeah it's I think that's a sign of growth right mm-hmm. that's definitely a sign like that's a good thing right but it's also very like I would never like getting. I never want to be younger, in terms of the wisdom. Exactly, exactly. Um, and we appreciate the wisdom so much. Um, anyway, we just thought we would talk about that. So, in terms of aging, um, I think for me, the fact that we were transitioning in our mid thirties during COVID, we had it smack so, in the middle. Right. It yeah. felt really. I almost feel like. I don't want to say I felt young before COVID and then mature after, but it, those years yeah. seem to somehow accelerate a mindset and a perception um, just where it landed for us. And I just thought that was very interesting um, to well, think through. Right. Because we were, I mean, I would could still argue early thirties mm-hmm. and then mid to late mm-hmm. mid-ish mid-ish yeah. like, like, I don't know, 40 wasn't even, in the sights for me right right and, and now you're like years oh. away i still feel like like oh yeah that's that's gonna happen yeah yeah that's a while away and then you start to notice little things like you're mentioning now like when you want to go buy alcohol oh my <laughs> god it's uh yes it's like when you every or when you go to a store and you're at the checkout and there's that little sign that says uh we will not serve you alcohol before this day before today's date in this year mm-hmm. or if you're born after today's date in this year and every year it just gets a little <laughs> later and later. And oh my God, like it's 2002 now. Yeah. In 2002. It's people that were born like, after 9 11. Yes. This is wild. You're born after 9 11. Yeah. And go to a bar. Yeah. It's insane. Oh. Insane. You can vote. You can do. And also, um, whenever you're filling out a form online and you have to like pick oh. your birthday, the one thing that I always also notice too is when they give you the ranges and it's like, 21 to 35 and, oh, 30, no, no, and you're no, like no no damn it surveys. new bracket <laughs> okay okay 
yeah when you just keep scrolling yeah you're just like yeah. where's yeah. the yeah. 80s yeah like, yeah where's my birthday yeah or there's like the new bracket so here's my thing i know we're talking we're generally trying to be very like age positive yes i think with good reason but i will say i think everybody should get to deduct two years off their age because of COVID. yeah it wasn't fair it absolutely wasn't fair it's was not fair those were i want them back those were boring years <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right um i would still prefer to not have like major milestones like miss a prom or college or whatever but yeah, oh, yeah i want those I years think, back i want those years i back. do think that we are for us our you and i not even like the adrian yeah you and i's particular life situations mm-hmm. we were in the best position we could have been so for a pandemic yeah. i mean not in a cramped space with other people right, where you could right. like get in an argument with them, mm-hmm. not having to like work and look after kids and right. homeschool kids, not missing college or high school or whatever. Yeah. Not having to do a, like an important internship during that time. We're not being able to make Yeah, like a make or break kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean I think even even then. <laughs> even then I want them back. I want them back. I want them back. So who's like when you think of or when you think of the concept of aging gracefully or aging well, what are the elements for you? What does that picture look oh, like? Oh, well, I I mean, like we were describing that like self-assured mm-hmm. older woman. I think, God, you know, this is such a good question because it it's something that I very much aspire to just mm-hmm. to be like that woman who just like knows herself well and like does and like doesn't bother with crap mm-hmm. and like, you know. Not tied down by stupid things. Not tied down by stupid, doesn't worry about, I think one of the things is does not worry about things that don't matter Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think can compartmentalize like significant things versus like trivial things and i wonder if those are like the things that like i have been like working on myself like i'm like Mm -hmm. in those moments when i have that like i feel better i don't know what about you what's your like (sighs) yeah like i feel like somehow it's like i don't know a salt and pepper haired female (laughs) yeah with a fabulous coat probably some so many fabulous coats and Fresh flowers in the apartment. Fresh flowers in the apartment. Um, interesting dinner parties with like people of all ages. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just someone that can bring people together is very self-assured of what they've achieved, is not trying hard to please others. I mean, visually, it's a lot of Corella DeVille, but in a nice sense. <laughs> so anyway, I, I have this weird sort of perception of like, I don't know, a gracefully aging french woman <laughs> yeah who's not trying to desperately look youthful but mm. because of the confidence looks really good at whatever age they are if that makes sense so i think confidence plays a huge part because i think you could be really quote beautiful but if you look like you're insecure i think that kind of discounts it you, you know you know what that makes me think of so it's like you know oh you know the picture of madonna has been going around where she's oh my she's, gosh her yes. face is full of fillers yes she looks very tightly pulled and i what like it, it does look weird like yes. it's it, it's a it's an unnatural kind of look mm-hmm. but i think the reason it's so people make fun of it or it's so like kind of like almost grotesque or horrifying mm-hmm. to people is because it reveals something about our psyche of aging it reveals or it reveals yeah but it also reveals something about her that's almost a little too vulnerable Mm. like it's like oh she's really afraid of getting Mm -hmm. old Mm -hmm. you know and she like can't deal with yeah like yeah and there's something that makes i i think a lot of people really uncomfortable Mm. about seeing that interesting people yeah 
Yeah, she really does look really different all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, she's she, she's always been like resisting the you know getting plastic yes. surgery and stuff. No, now she's like a twenty three year old boyfriend. Whatever. Yeah, that's what she's. Yeah, into. do your I thing. Can't, can't imagine they have much to talk about. Right. But like, right. Um, I think, but the there was a real stir about her face. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. you know, and some people are really mean about it. Like they're like, oh, she, she looks yeah, crazy. and I hate that too. It's just like. It, I mean, whatever. She can look however she yeah. wants. I don't care. But right. like, it it does say something about how we, not only how we treat older women, but also, so I think when you're a good looking young woman, mm-hmm. you get used to a lot of attention and you come to like, I think if you don't hate the attention, which is difficult because mm-hmm. it comes from everywhere. Right. If you if you learn to like it, mm-hmm. that's something you miss. And it's something on. you like, I think a lot of women incorporate in their like, yeah. you know, yeah. senses of self and like right. value. Yeah. What's that saying? It's like nothing ages worse than the ego of a beautiful woman. Uh, but it's, it's so, so terrible. because it's, it's so like, terrible. It, it, it does remind me of just like how society like loves to like build people up and yeah. put them back down. And, you know, yeah. you have like men like coming into their quote-unquote prime like all these actors in like their 50s being and like the whole prime word is so oh there was there was a huge thing about that recently too really don lemon made a joke about like nikki haley the republican candidate mm-hmm. and he was saying oh, she's no longer in her prime yeah she's like, like according to like, what according yeah to also it's such a sexist thing yeah do you remember in um the show fleabag where her sister's husband who's just really like vulgar yeah and he there's a scene where he's like you're just about at the end of your prime you know and like we all just visceral it's like but because that's a show made like written by a woman and like the guy is so creepy you know that that's like signifies him as a creep and like that that is it's a creepy rude thing to say yeah but it is also i thought that was kind of brilliant because it is also something that like you get that message constantly you do you do and then it's like which implies like you should be doing everything to stay youthful before that cutoff and it's like what do we like did you ever see that um amy schumer and her skit show had this really funny skit where it was like like basically the concept was like what is a woman's last fuckable day oh yes <laughs> with like this is your last Louis- fuckable yeah. day <laughs> with yeah. Dreyfus, and yes. she's like sailing off <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that and she's funny. guzzling like melted ice cream she's like i've been waiting years to do yeah. this like, i don't have to worry anymore oh. and but i i think we have definitely made progress in the last few years in terms of storytelling for older women because you definitely see a shift where you know, for a lot of women, once they reached like 40, there were no roles. And then right. come back at 65 and you get to play the grandma. Or even at 45, you play the what, grandma. What was it was the, so stupid. Oh, my God. This is a line from First Wives Club where the Goldie Hawn character, mm-hmm. she goes, there are three ages in Hollywood. Babe, district attorney, and driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> such a good line. So depressing. Such a good line. <laughs> so, like, that and, – and I think, like, you can definitely see the change in – women producing and women writing characters and shows for older women one of my favorites being sharon horgan who's like 53 oh and yeah just she's crushing so life funny. and just so funny and like just bringing that age and that type of i don't know character and sensibility to screen i love it nobody would there's so many showrunners that are like 50 something men do you mm-hmm. know what i mean and i think that that you know we tell stories all the time about men that age. yeah why I, you know what i always thought like yeah like 
that like the women not being represented in Hollywood now they are you know whatever much more uh, yeah I'm going to talk about one of my favorites Nora Ephron yeah in a little bit but um I, you know what I noticed is um the different in the Oscars come mm -hmm. the difference between um the ages of the best actors who win and then the best actresses huh think about Jennifer Lawrence she won when she was like 21 yeah the best actress Gwyneth Paltrow won when she was like 20. 25 or something yeah Brie Larson won when she was like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. and it's like women are seen as be and men they make them wait until they're like 50 and then right. they finally get it and it's like what are we doing what are we doing and we're just saying like we'll reward like Meryl Streep won most of the Academy Awards she's won at the beginning of her career mm -hmm. she won them in like the late 70s early mm -hmm. 80s and like she's been this like unbelievable Incredible actress, she's, she's, she never yeah, wins she's never she wins like, we gave them to you yeah and I saw the idea Devil like, Wars oh, oh, me to this days <laughs> like so why was she not, not did so. she win for um she won another one didn't she oh Iron Lady I think she, she won yeah, Iron Lady yeah yeah but um, but that's also like in her old right year, right right, right. Old she just passed district attorney age. Yeah, like district yeah. attorney age. She didn't. <laughs> she kept getting nominated because obviously she's an incredible actress. Yeah, I I do think that that like it's weird. That's something I've always noticed. It's like the women who win are very young because they seem to be fully formed and like this is the best. Yeah, uh, to yeah. me the implication is this is best this you can get. Yeah, or I'm just I don't know. I <laughs> and then the men are like I think it was like. Who won with Gary Oldman? It was like Gary Oldman and yeah. like somebody who was like 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this and then, crazy. I mean, Frances McDormand keeps winning, and that's cool because mm -hmm. she's, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she always she's she always plays like an interesting. Yeah, like really different characters. But, um, but yeah. you know, I've always sorry, this is a bit of a thing. I've always had a bit of a bias against youth. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. You know what drives me crazy is when we're like 40 under 40 or like 30 under 30 under and i'm like who gives a shit i want just the absolute best i don't care how relatively good you are like i mean it's, just it's, give me a good attorney give me a good physician give me a good businessman i don't care relative to your age group how quickly you've progressed right like yeah it's bizarre well and it's also it puts like unfair pressure on people like to to yes to succeed early and to like see yourself as to see that as being valuable. Yeah. Like, so I have, a... <laughs> you remember that, this is going to get me canceled, but Go on. you remember that poet from the Biden's inauguration, Amanda Gorman, and everybody's like, oh, she's so great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, poet. yeah. I thought her poetry was really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I've read other things she's written in. And it's you don't like, love it. It's not good. It's full of platitudes. It's just not mm. great. It's not that insightful. I mean, I get it's like something that's popular. But again, I but everybody's like, oh, so brilliant. And I'm like, really good writers tend to be older people who have more insight and life experiences yeah. and they don't have to talk in tropes right, because right, they right, right, right. have experienced things. Yeah. Look, she's probably fine. But like right, right, not, right, right, right. It, it's things that would become popular. Yeah. Notable. Yeah. Later. But I'm just like, but everybody's like, wow. And she's so young. And I'm just like, what but happens we, to her when she's 35? Right. And we know? keep doing that with everything. Right. Yeah. We're always like, oh, you're just such a, yeah. I, what what is that obsession? It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Very, and it very makes bizarre. no sense. And there's it's not also the case everywhere in the world. Right. As right. we were discussing. Yeah. The French. The French and their reverence. For... I know. I'm gonna go back to that dumbass yeah. show, Sylvie from Emily in Paris. <laughs> Role model. I mean that that is actually and she is she is held up as this kind of like glamorous, yes. aspirational woman, yes. which is positive very yeah. positive it's good from going from like a cruella de bill to a sylvie exactly you know what exactly. i mean exactly yeah and there's uh i don't know like a helen mirren as we were just love her oh so you know cool and chic yeah. and everybody has the hots for her yeah <laughs> She's, you know yeah 
it just it almost feels like you see some of these examples where once they're in menopause and it's like the world is done oh. with what they expect of a woman and her productivity. It's like, That's you know. another Fleabag line. Do you remember that scene in Fleabag where she goes to the bar with that older woman who won, you know, the award at her sister's work? Oh. It's in the second season of Fleabag. She goes to the, this okay. bar with this like older businesswoman played mm-hmm. by Kristen Scott Thomas. And she's like, they're just talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And then woman says like how old are you she goes i'm 33 and Mm -hmm. she goes oh honey it gets better that's (laughs) funny and she's this like chic yeah 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 woman and yeah then fleabag hits on her and she's like no thanks i'm just gonna have this martini and go and go my room yeah that's so funny and i was just like yeah that lady is i like that yeah i like that yeah it's like you get to just be like you said done with the bullshit and i also hate when we reward women when we say like she looks so good for 50 she looks so good for seven. It's like, she just looks good. Like, can we just say that someone, like, why do we have to discount it relative to the age they are that is, you know, subliminally past their prime or whatever? Like, yeah. you just look good. Like, Kristen Scott Thomas just fucking looks good. Helen Mirren just looks good. Like, why can't we appreciate that and kind of embrace it? And yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of obsessions with that. But I've even seen, for example, like, my aunt that's gone salt and pepper, like, it looks so cool on her. It does. It looks, <laughs> you really, know, it, yeah, it does look really. And my mom even said, she's like, oh, I totally want to do that once I retire. And I was just like, oh, it is sad that you feel like while you're in more of a corporate professional setting that you have to like dye your hair or if there's ageism or whatever. And I'm like, this just is stupid. I mean, ageism. She should be able to look chic at any age, mom. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty rampant, though. Apparently, like, you yeah. know, even, like, when people hit their 40s and stuff, there's, like, discrimination for yeah. certain positions Exactly. And stuff. I don't know. And I think it applies to, I mean, it applies to men and women. Right, but, right. Exactly, yeah. in the professional sense. But anyway, that always drove me crazy. The other really interesting story that we were discussing earlier was around um, Isabella Rossellini, who, you know, Ingrid Bergman's daughter, famous model, and she had... Gorgeous. Very, very gorgeous. And she had a contract with Lancome and... The makeup yeah, the makeup company. And so she was representing like their skin line and like aging. And she was very, very popular among women because she was doing it in her 30s. And then you saw her go into her early 40s. And like, that's the that sort of beauty and age is what you want to see as someone representing your I mean, I do have skincare. to say anti-aging. Exactly. Stuff for a, a, even somebody in their 30s. With like it's still early. Yeah. Gorgeous early, person yeah. in their 30s. But you want to see them continue, right? Yeah. And so at 43, they dropped her. And said, like, we need someone younger. You can't. can't, What? What? Like, (laughs) what are we doing? Like, that's the person I want to see with the anti-aging cream. I don't need to see a 20-year-old putting on anti-aging cream, right? No. I know you don't don't use that. I know that didn't. And then later on, they brought her back in her 60s. And they're like, we made a mistake. We never, like, should have let you go, et cetera. And she also brought up the point, like, you know, she's like, look, sometimes there's things that I look and say, ooh, that's cool technology, or I want to try that, or I want to look youthful. But then I always ask myself, is this the next feet binding? Is this the next sort of misogynistic thing to kind of make women feel bad about aging, right? And so, mm. but yeah, she brought up the neck. Someone in our Efron, she brought yeah, up, she's like, oh, I'd love to change my neck. Yeah. I'll just put on a scarf for now. Oh, my God. Did I tell you, speaking of ways to torture yourself, I was like, maybe... I, I had this idea. I was like, what if I found a way to sleep upside down like a bat? <laughs> Would gravity no longer take no a toll? Take- <laughs> reverse that. I doubt it, but. I don't know. Let's let's try yeah. to age gracefully. Let's. How, do, how does one do that? That's my, like, how does one, how does one resist the pressure to, or resist the stress? 
of being told. Yeah. The messaging you get. I mean, I think going back to our obsession with the French yes. way of philosophy towards beauty, maybe, maybe you know, one approach could be to wear things that are very flattering for your figure, right? And that changes mm. with age as well, right? So maybe in your older age, you're embracing like a crisp white button down with like, I don't know, mm. high-waisted jeans or something, right? Like it's a different look than like a tight dress, for example, you know? So like to, I think that, that speaks like a wider point of like knowing yourself yes. and knowing what works for you. Yes. Because I mean, I notice the style wise too. Like I'm like those jeans I can't wear. That style of jeans I can't wear. Mm -hmm. This is the brand that works for me. Like, right. I know what I know what shapes body. work for right, me. Right. Right. I'm you know I'm not gonna wear the low rise jeans. No, I have. can't wear like the, the the saggy super loose stuff because mm -hmm. if you have a figure, it you right. just look kind of lumpy and yeah. weird. Yeah. Like it works really well on skinny people, but I right. always try to pull that off. Right. When you're younger, you try to pull off trends. Trends, exactly. Knowing yourself, exactly. And you know, yeah. in things about fashion, you're like, yeah. You know what the risk is though? Go <laughs> on. Think about this. You know, like when people have really dated hairstyles, and yes. you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like you. That's what your hair looked like during the best years of your yeah, life yeah, and you yeah, never yeah, changed yeah, it. Yeah. And I fear, I'm like, when is it classic and when do you just look? Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. You know, like you've held on to that trend for too long. Yeah. Well, I guess the point is you need to evolve as your looks are evolving, right? Because yeah. you know your body now, but then your kind of proportions will be slightly different in your 60s, right? So then you're like dressing for that. I don't know. To me, like desperately trying to pass for younger seems oh, yeah. insecure. But, but knowing yourself, but staying current and engaged. Engaged, exactly. Engage, I think the other flip side to like is not letting yourself get – because like there's old and then there's like an old mindset where you're just like I'm set in my ways and I'm stuck. Yes. Like being able to be fresh and like open to the world. Yes, yes. Even in terms of like, I don't know, just, you know I'm going to tweak my hairstyle or I'm going to, you know, update my jeans for this season or something. And there's so many fun ways even when you're older. You could wear super funky glasses. You could have – crazy <laughs> loafers i mean that's a that's a very typical old lady thing you know like, but i love it I yeah love it. like there's like, funny ways yeah. to be like and and part of the way you carry yourself is just like i don't give a shit i think this is cool found a vintage store or whatever i'm gonna rock it you know like that seems cool yeah i mean i think knowing yourself is knowing yourself and confidence is cool at any age but you're right it's knowing but it yourself grows. but then growing and changing and being flexible as well yeah not like like you said the haircuts <laughs> I think the flexibility is a big is really part important. of, you know, staying not just quote unquote feeling young. Yes. But, uh, you know, just like, yeah, being happy with the aging. Right. Process. Right. And exciting things that come at different ages. Right. And yeah. a lot of it from what you hear of people that are older, there's like, oh, now I just don't give a fuck like I used to. And like that relief of not worrying about social pressures and all that. It's like, there are things to look forward to, you know, and we need to have, we need to leave some things to also look forward to, I think. Do you feel, do you feel um, relieved compared to your younger years or is yeah, that like mentally, that resonates for sure. You? And to think that it could continue. I mean, you know what I'm literally looking forward to when mm -hmm. I get older, mm -hmm. I'm going to try, I'm going to use everyone's pity to get a seat on the subway. Pity. <laughs> They're going to be like, let the old lady go. I'm like, yes, yes. You're going to, you're going to, no, but you're going to hate that it. until you're really old. Like, what do you mean? You can't do that when you're like oh. 60 even. That's no, you're sport. That's what for you're sport. For, <laughs> I'm actually 80. Like, no, but know? if someone's like, would you like to go? I'll be like, why? Yes. 
oh yeah i'm gonna bank on it i do that anyway yeah. <laughs> it's like anyway what was the thing we, okay i wanted to add in that thing that the whatever the the hypothetical that we were discussing mm-hmm. somebody proposed they said would you rather be uh have the body of a 30 year old and the mind of a 60 year old or the body of a 60 year old and the mind of a 30 year old and i said who the hell choose yeah. the latter yeah. yeah so you want to be dumber but less good looking yeah. or you want to have all the wisdom of age be. I don't. I don't even understand how that's a trade-off for some people. I don't like, know. I don't know. I so bizarre. Some to me. people prefer to feel young and don't care how yeah, they look. But yeah, I'd rather have the wisdom. I so want the wisdom. Yeah, and that that's why to me I'm like aging gracefully sounds exciting because the wisdom just gets better and better. Yeah, look yeah. forward to it, guys. <laughs> look forward to it. Nah. Great days ahead. Great days ahead. Let's be. Uh, let's fight the ages patriarchy let's let's that, fight ageism let's not fight age let's not fight oh i love that let's fight ageism yeah let's not fight age. yeah all right so anyway Bryce. what would be your recommendation this week rachel okay so we briefly um talked about this mm-hmm. but uh nora efron is just such a classic and witty and wonderful writer there's yes. a collection of her essays i think possibly the last one published before she died mm-hmm. sadly a few years ago but she wrote about you know, being a woman and the aging process in such a great way. And the, her collection of essays is called I Feel Bad About My Neck, <laughs> where she just takes this very kind of honest approach, but accepting. She's like, look, I've done everything possible to stay young. I've accepted it. Like certain things not going to work. And, you know, I am who I am. However, my neck, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about your neck. I feel bad about my neck. And I was like, you know, that's great that she can at least admit because the other side to, you know, self-acceptance is admitting sometimes you feel insecure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I thought that she did that really well. She's lovely. She's we lovely. Nora Ephron. Um, awesome. What about you? My recommendation is also a book. Um, and it's Cameron Diaz's book called The Longevity Book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that okay. sounds random. I mean, for somebody who's not that oh, that old. old. <laughs> but what I liked about it is she talked about the aging process from both a scientific perspective and just a mentality perspective. And I just liked that she had such a positive outlook on it and seemed excited about the path to come. So even though she's not an older person saying like, oh, it's fine now or it gets better. Like, she's like, I can't wait for X, Y, Z. And I like that. I like the idea of preserving something to look forward to as opposed to just being sad that like you know your youth is wrapping up she wrote this when she was 44 44 she's <laughs> 44 she's not so not young but that's what i like that's, I, yeah, that's I like actually the, the, first, the part the perspective like, sounds great she's in it which i guess for hollywood she is ancient right she we're, probably we're changing that it. she's probably yeah. started feeling it much exactly know. like i'm sure in her mid-30s they were like okay we're done with you They're so not the ingenue anymore yeah, exactly that's a tough so one. anyway but it's a good book she has she has one about like health and beauty and stuff as well i think it's called like the body book but yeah camera diaz who would have thought who would have thought Love yeah her. awesome yeah. all right guys well that's all we have so we'll talk to you guys next time thanks everybody bye bye